vicious. Hello, welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, we have a three-nil win to talk about against Derby County from Wednesday night, and then we are ahead to another Saturday game against Preston North End. Uh, it's been it was an interest. It's been an interesting few days for Rotherham United, to put it mildly. Um, so we will cover as much of that as we possibly can, and like to look ahead to it's going to be even busier weekend and potentially week week. Further ahead as well. Um, we have Mick in the top left of the screen and Ben at the bottom. Hello. Uh, how are we all? It's very helpful for uh, for all the podcast listeners that to uh, to make sure they know where we are. Well, <laughs> on the I screen. Suppose, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if anybody's interested, Ben is in the top left of my screen, and no, Mike, Mick's Mike That's is big. in the top left of my screen. Sorry. <laughs> And Ben is below the both of us. Anybody that's, anybody that's interested in the setup, I'm sure you're not. Uh, well, thanks. Anyway, um, so where the hell would you like to start? Because there's about five different things to talk about that aren't even involved in the game itself. Yeah. <laughs> in the last podcast, we were talking along nicely about what we're going to happen about Derby and blah-de-blah-de-blah. Blah. I recall Ben saying, hey, you need to just hang on a minute because it might not even be on. It's going to snow tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, very true. So, good call, Ben. I'm impressed with that. Um, yeah. I think I think we need to start perhaps on Tuesday night, don't we? Yeah. So, it got to basically half past five uh, local time. Everybody that's not listening in the UK got to half past five for a seven o'clock kickoff, and there was murmurings that although it's not snow, it stopped snowing much early, much much earlier in the day, because there had been a lot of snow on the pitch and a lot of people on the pitch had caused issues with the ground, and then we had this giant downpour of rain. And I'm no expert on grass, but something to do with the grass couldn't soak, the water couldn't soak into the grass. So it then caused standing water all over the pitch. Um, and the teams had been announced, so it must have been, what, 10 past six, something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the game was postponed, much to the dismay of, not necessarily Derby County Football Club, but definitely to the dismay of Derby County fans. Some some of them, yeah. Most total, total meltdown from some of them, weren't it? <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean... It, I just, I mean, it was it was more entertaining than had the game gone ahead on Tuesday night. Uh, just just being on on Twitter, I have no idea what any of the other social media like was like, but Twitter was just it was a joy. There are times when Twitter can be a really, really horrible place to be, but Tuesday night was not one of those times. It was an absolute pleasure, um, and, and and it's bizarre, really, and I don't really get it because. I don't understand why we've become Derby County's villains. Derby. I don't know. I just don't, I don't understand it. I mean, it's not as though their biggest rivals, Nottingham Forest, are doing particularly well. You know, they're, they're, those are two clubs that are scrapping at the wrong end of the table, and yet we seem to have <laughs> attracted all the dislike and hatred of, um, yeah. of, of, of quite a, a number of Derby County fans, which, which to be honest, is hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 great. We must not be as small a club as we think, Ben. If we can get under people's skin like that, yeah, I think our well, commentators said it yesterday as a joke, didn't they? Even commentators yeah. said they had sprinklers on, but I, I don't <laughs> get it either. Are Forest and Derby like close big, rivals? Big rivals. Like, are they huge? Yeah. So, I don't know. It's they, they play for a trophy, Ben. Did you know? Every time Derby and Forest play each other, they play for the Brian Club Trophy. Really. Yeah. Trivia for you. Anybody that's listening that didn't oh, they know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Google it. Is that, not, uh, anyway. is, that even, is that legal that with football rules? I mean, it's, it's just a, just a here you go. <laughs> that's all it is. I don't think there's any... I don't think they're really supposed to be involved, are they? 
No. Uh, but it's the only thing that Derby County are going to win this season. I think it's fair to say. I think so, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so, to be fair, uh, a massive amount of credit to Rotherham United and Derby County for getting the game on the day after. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen that. Other, other than international football, I've never seen in club football a game get rearranged for the day after. I don't. No. I, can't, I can't think of an occasion. No, no I can't um, So... Hats well, off to both clubs who are willing to do it. Well, I said it on um, coming. I think it was postponement live that we did. They weren't discussing the pitch. They were discussing when they're going to fit it in with schedule. There's yeah. no way they, that took that pitch pitch inspection took more than thirty seconds. Yeah, we've gone out and seen puddles everywhere. There's no no inspection needed. They were just discussing when they can fit it in. I think. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, probably the, yesterday, even not tomorrow. Yesterday, probably the best place. Because you can't yeah. play the end of the season. It's the shortest month. We'll always say we've got 10 games, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It has a knock-on effect to us having a shorter gap and Derby, I assume, having a shorter gap to Saturday. Um, but I suppose that's a, just the times we're in, it's going to cause that issue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the game finally went on. There was nothing, no storm or electrical fault or anything that could stop the third time of the game going ahead. Um, it was the third attempt, having cancelled at Christmas. It was a game of threes. Um, we'll come to the three goals. <laughs> won three goals. Yeah. It's the third time this season we've won by three goals to nil. Uh, it was the third attempt, as we say, playing the game. It was a. Fun. It's also the third 1965 record that we've broken this season as well. It is also the third. Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. Wow. Exactly. And I threes. Yeah. Um, so the game went ahead. The team was unchanged from the night before. The only difference was that Lewis Wing was involved. So Mick, uh, uh, the, uh, so Johansson was in goal because Blackman is apparently self-isolating. Um, Icky Wood and Robertson playing the back three. Fantastic to see Robertson back starting a game. Um, uh, Olison and Hardy is both wing backs. Lindsay Wiles violates from the middle. Crooks and Smith up top. Um, and then the bench, uh, well, like, the bench was the bench. Uh, the only interesting part <laughs> was wing. Wing was on it. The bench uh, was the bench. The bench was the bench. Um, Mick, we talked about this a lot. We are very, very big fans. I think I speak for all three of us. We are big fans of Clark Robertson. And yeah. to see him back in the start 11 is, for him, if him and us, it's fantastic. Listen, for me, he came in last night and it was like he'd never been away. Yeah. Genuinely, it was like he had never been away. He just slotted in. And it just it just strengthened that back three straight away, and I, I have no issue with Angus McDonald whatsoever. Uh, I know he's a, he's been a bit unlucky this season with a couple of the own goals. In my view, it's just pure bad luck. Um, but Clark Robertson is a better player, uh, and he just came in last night. Would like he'd never been away. It was fabulous, fabulous to see. Uh, really, really pleased that uh, that he's back, and he's he's not. It's just well, he's got there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, an experienced player, isn't he? Uh, you, you look at the experience well. now that's in that back three. Uh, Icky being the least experienced, well, but probably the best player out of the three of them. Um, you know, uh, it, it's 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 a very very strong back three, despite the fact that Woody's in there at fifty-two years old. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. Coming into his thirty-sixth season as a professional footballer, and yet he's still, he's still turning it on. Yeah, that's very, very true. And, and you don't look out of place, does it? To be fair to Woody, this season has been been, been crazy. He's scored um, some red goals, hasn't he? He's, he's, he's playing like Vardy sometimes. <laughs> that finished, didn't he? He's kind of beat offside track yeah. one time, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right about appearances, Mick. Uh, the uh, at the back three have a, have a combined league appearances of 959 league games. <laughs> so, yeah, but 800 of them are Woody, aren't they? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, nearly 500 are Woody's to be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, and, and and that's what's put us in good stead. We've got three clean sheets out of the, what is it the last four games. Yeah. Um, this season, we look really comfortable at back a bit. Let's come on to the game now. There wasn't really there was league regular had a chance just before we get one 0 up, but other than that, we looked fairly comfortable at back. I said that we've I've said this so many times, but we said at the start of the season, Mick predicted we we're going to finish sixth. Sixth. Mm. Our defence is a big part of that. It, we've looked. Yeah. I think what is it? Four clean sheets in last how many games? Three in the last four. 
that's ridiculous. If you take our last 10 games, right? Yeah. And you base the league off our last 10 games, I bet we're sitting at playoffs or something, surely. Got to be. I think I think we're 11, over the last six games, of the form table, I think we're about 11th. We've got, yeah. For a team that's fighting relegation, that's what we did under Warnock. We're going on runs that we did under Warnock. We're playing so well, the defence is good. It's just such a good team. I don't think there's any way we're going to go down. Well, yeah, think, and also that, that form table, Ben, that includes, you would take the last six games of the form table normally. That includes the Barnsley game, yeah. which we all know what happened, and Blackburn, which was middle of December, which we ended up losing 2-1. So if you take away those last two, if we have a good next couple of good games in, in terms yeah. of form, it puts you I'm, right up there. If you take away the Swansea game, what are we unbeaten in? Is it three or four? Take away the Swansea game, which they were really good. They were, they were a good side. On two, three. Just three. Doesn't matter. Unbeaten in three is good for down. But that wins. Yeah. Put Alden Stoke. Four wins in three. Three wins in four games. Is it? Two of them are three. Yeah, yeah I think it's two. It's yeah. Wow. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The bottom line is that, like you yeah. say, eleventh in form table makes yeah. is, is a massive difference. Um, and the other key, which we talked about last night after the game, is that we've beat. What we've done when we've gone down before, we've never beaten the team around us. And that's yeah. vital. That's vital to, to, to survival. And we've beaten every one of them so far, with the exception of Birmingham now coming into it or making a late bid for relegation. Um, yeah, we, we drew with them. We should have beaten them. Um, you know, so we drew with Forest. They should have beaten us, to be fair. Um, so, but we haven't we're, we're, we're unlucky to lose QPR. Yeah. We haven't lost to any of the but bottom four five. Take away that, that Messi or whatever we were called. Samuel, and yeah. if you take away him, we would have, we wouldn't have lost that game. Yeah, he, would, yeah. he, he was such a good player. Wow! Well, yeah, the about you can find that out now because he won't yeah. be playing when, we, when he comes down to New York in uh, in a week's time only. So, no, possibly not. Yeah. Um, so the game itself, uh, it was a very bitty game, Ben. It wasn't. It was very, very up until the first goal. It was very, very low quality from both teams, weren't it? Yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was a relegation game. It did look a bit like that, yeah. Until the whenever we scored, seventieth minute was it? Sixty something minute? It was Something's awful. Like and then when we scored, we was just it, we were too <laughs> dominated. And yeah. The confidence was ridiculous. It wasn't even a good goal. It was just like it was just an English goal, weren't it? You don't really. It was, yeah. you know what I mean? It was just an England goal. Like, and then we just come into it. Another goals were really good goals. We just need that one bit of confidence and. Mm. We've got so much at the minute. I think that I think the loss against Swansea might have hit him a little bit. Mm. But two three nil wins. Oh wow. Wow. When yeah. you're down there, two three nil wins in space of three games, it's so good for your confidence. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah, Icky got the first one. It was a ball over the top from Harding from free kick. Uh, and I know me and Mick, we've only spoke about this. Uh, yeah. I, as soon as the ball went in, I thought, wow oh, God, it's trying to keep his hands this. Yeah, and then and then Smithy heads it on, you go, oh, Icky's a mile offside. And then it goes in and everybody goes off celebrating. Like, Brilliant, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was still, I, even when ball it back at night, I was still cursing free kick from uh, from Wes Harding. I thought, well, he's just over it, this. Yeah. Um, and I think goalkeeper felt, felt the same as well because he started to come for it. Then he, you know, he, uh, but it was a really cool finish. Really cool finish from Icky. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, it was Icky's 15th goal of his career, uh, which for a defender in 200-odd appearances, not bad, to be fair. No. Um, second of the season for him, um, Smith with an assist. Uh, it was a lovely flick on Ben. It was, just, it was a very much a glancing flick behind him, wasn't it? Oh, perfect, weren't it? <clears throat> it was literally perfect. Straight on Icky's foot. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's, Smith has got so good at what he does now. He's really coming into it prime, isn't he? He's been so good this season at everything. Not even yeah. just scoring, he's even doing the big man stuff well. Yeah, yeah. he is absolutely. And he comes out that brings us perfectly onto the second goal of the night, uh, which came from Matt Crooks. Yeah. Uh, Matt Crooks gets the ball on the left hand side, drives with it, finds him. But as soon as he got himself in the box, that were, that were almost it because the defenders can't touch him because he'll go down. Yeah. Uh, and then the ball in the ball into Smith, and this the touch for the finish by Smith was just brilliant. It was just so good. Yeah. I, I I had a nice little celebration to that one. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, across the defender as well from Smith. Yeah. Really intelligent play from both of them. Um, and, and to be fair, it was a really good pass to play Crooksy in from uh, from Young Giles. A little yeah. a, kind of a one-two. Uh, yeah. You know, and it just it just Giles just found him. It found uh, Crooksy in absolute acres of space mm. on that left hand side. Uh, and as soon as as soon as that ball went through to him, you just knew something was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and uh, and happened. It did. It was a great finish, like you said. Yeah, so it's Smith's seventh goal of the season, which bear in mind got eight last in the championship. It's fantastic. It's his 30th league goal for the Millers uh, in 122 games, which is not outstanding, but it's not terrible, to be fair. Uh, yeah. And it was his 350th league career game. We haven't mentioned on the preview show, at the age of, what, 29, he could easily go and get another 350 games. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, many of those for us, and it continue, you know, the continued same form is in at the minute because is uh, it looks fantastic at the minute. Mm. I'm really That's enjoying it. watching Smithy play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the third goal, Giles with his second goal and only his third game for the Millers, having not started yet. Uh, he just picked the ball up. He's one of those players, Ben, that you just he's a bit. He's got echoes of a very old-fashioned winger where he just wants the ball and he just wants to go. Yeah. It was, um, and don't say this, it was a messy type goal. You know, you do see Messi yeah. scoring just yeah, yeah. stride on his left foot, lowering across keeper. It was one of them finishes where you don't expect it. You know, every time Rotherham have had a, a player that's on wing like that, you just expect, or oh, up in air, straight at keeper, get a corner. But it was, yeah. so, I didn't expect it. It was such a good finish. So powerful, mm -hmm. so composed. Wow, what a play we've got there. He, it, were, it were better than his middles one, weren't it? This was much yeah. better finish. Well, he won at middles, but... It, it a bit of luck. Yeah. He collected hand through keeper's legs. Probably win wide in first place, but yeah. <laughs> we, if he can... Wow. Yeah, if we can get him on loan again next year, that would be ridiculous. Well, let's let's go ahead. Let's, start, let's try and stay up first. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's important to, to get loan players... Working, I spoke to Craig Rowcastle, who is from Wednesday player, about it about loans, mm. and he sort he sort of said that when people go on loan, there's a lot of pressure on loan players because you don't bring a loan player into development. The loan player's there to be good there and then, so if they have a slow start to their loans, but it can be quite difficult. Mm. And Giles has completely hit the ground running, which builds up his confidence. And well, well we it, saw it this go anywhere this end of the season. We saw this last season, at the beginning of last season with Dan Barley, didn't we? Mm. You know, we, as, as as a set of supporters, we get in a, a, a Newcastle midfielder on loan. You know, oh boy, this boy's going to set set world yeah. alight. And he didn't. He didn't to yeah. start with. He, he really struggled to get get into the swing of League One. And people mm. got on his back. Oh, how did they? People got on his back a lot to start with. But then, obviously, it came into his own. But it took some time for him to settle in. Uh, I, I I thought that uh, that. Discussion with, with Craig Rowcastle were really interesting from that point of view. Mm. Uh, it's well worth a listen. I know the monkeys definitely, uh, even though he's in, it, it was kind of Wendy's related. Uh, yeah. It's interesting to listen to him uh, about the way he was at Chelsea and everything else. So, yeah, like you said, coming in from a big club like Chelsea or like Newcastle or, or Wolves, or Wolves yeah. into into a into a team like this, it kind of it's. It kind of its issues, but he's got off to an absolute flyer, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, it, and he's not even started a game yet. With three games in, he's not started, and he's looked fantastic yeah. in all three games. Yeah, uh, but and, and he doesn't start then because you can't really drop Matt Sunday if he's fit, and you can't really drop Wed Hardin because Wed Hardin they've both been Mister, they've both been Mister Consistent over the past month. Wed Hardin, yeah. who's that? Wed Hardin, yeah, new signing, new signing. Where's his twin brother? <laughs> yeah, um, I think if he does start, obviously playing uh, in front of um, Wed Hardin uh, on left, on the left, because obviously he's left foot. I don't think he can drop all of Sunday. I think Hardin is probably the weaker of the two. Obviously, I, that might just be in, me. in the I, wing back position. Yeah, like in the wing back. Wing. Well, yeah. All right, whatever. In the wing back position and all the positions, <laughs> all the Sundays better than it. So I think you probably have to drop Harding. Uh, but he doesn't look too defensive, Giles. 
And yeah. you don't want all of Sundays. All of Sundays are very attacking. Well, not very, but he can attack. He likes to attack. I don't think he want because it's a bit of an imbalance, isn't it? Yeah, there were a couple of times last night when he yeah. when he first came on, they got caught out, and he, 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 the the uh, the winger got past him uh, on two consecutive occasions, and and kind of, in fact, one of the one was to um, let the legend that is Lee Gregory uh, not hit a barn door with a shovel. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but but if you remember when Ola Sunday first came, he had major defensive problems, and is it, defensively Ola Sunday is a different player. Now to when he came, he's still got issues, isn't it? It's not, it's not the finished product yet. But that's obviously the idea with Giles is to utilise his attacking sense from wing back point of view, but hopefully to improve his defence. Maybe that, that might be why he's not started in the games yet, because yeah. you can't quite trust him in a full ninety minutes to be defensive. Um, but then at the same time, it's difficult to drop Olsen the other because I thought yeah. they were both outstanding again. Um, yeah. We're live on YouTube. Um, Ethan is Polish. He's got into us asking who your man, who our man of the match was for yesterday. It's a very, very tough one. Because, it's a tough one because it wasn't an outstanding performance up until the goal, but then from the goal, it was a superb performance. So it's difficult to pick one out. You've got yeah, that that game for me on seventy four minutes. You're thinking, you know what? They could come along and nick this. Yeah. We, uh, Lee Gregory is just like I said. Just missed a door with shovel, and you're thinking we could go and nick. And then at 90 minutes plus, we're thinking only three. We could have had five. <laughs> we could have easily had five. Yeah. You know, in that last 15 minutes, and and Derby must worry about coming to New York Stadium not for first 70 or 80 minutes, but for the last 10 minutes because just get battered <laughs> every time. Yeah, that's the second time on trot. I think on trot. Yeah. Uh, not trot. No, we've been one nil in the front under. No, Frank I mean, uh, of course we did. Yeah, yeah. Frank Lampard's. I forgot about Frank and his, his long grass, uh, <laughs> as opposed to wearing his wet grass. Um, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. what were question? Uh, what about the match? All oh, right. Are you asking me? Yes. Well, you're talking, so. I'll, I'll carry on. Crooks. Okay. Uh, for me, I don't think. I mean, he was outstanding last night. He was back to Last night, he, he, he reached. That, that pinnacle where he, where, he, where he sort of left off last season, uh, I thought they were outstanding. But there were some close, <laughs> there were quite a few that ran a sort of kind of a close second, but now Cooksey for me. There was somebody that tweeted it out, and I can't find it, so apologies if you're listening and you're thinking it was you that tweeted it, saying that at the minute when Crooks gets going, then is looking like one of the best midfielders in the division, Crooks. Well, we said this last season at the start, he was maybe getting in the team. Like, and rightly so and all. Yeah, oh, rightly so. I think yeah. it was probably the first time, though, that you didn't see him in the starting 11 for since he signed. Because he come in like a, you know what I mean? He come in, hit it ground running, and then never left the team. Apart yeah. from he, he hit that Leeds player first with that tackle and then hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. he did ridiculous. The second goal was Sunday up. Like, yeah. From the right-hand side, defensively, all the yeah, left, yeah. left side attacking. That's yeah. it's what you want, isn't it? For such a big lad, he's, he's very good. He can be very technical for a good lad. For very a big technical. Lad. I mean, he's I'm not. Gonna a throw, Go I'm going to throw a theoretical out for you. I'm going to. We're going to say worst case scenario. Let's say we get relegated, which means the chance our crooks will leave. Rightly so, because he's a championship player. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. your price tag, Ben? For Matt Crooks, if we're relegated, he's got at least one year in his contract, maybe an extension. Let's assume, for the sake of argument, he has got an extension to two more years in his contract. Where would you put Matt Crooks' as price tag? Realistically, or what? Realistically. Realistically, I'd say four or five million is what I think we would get. I, what I want, obviously, 10 million. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sammy Watkins type money. But I think realistically, for, you know, because we're not. We're not one to sell big. Obviously, like Ajayi went for what two million, and he were basically. So yeah. I think I think it'd be four or five million, or three or four million, but with a clause in like a like Ajayi because we've got like a what fifty percent yeah. off, forty thirty percent on like that. Something yeah. like that. We add on like a million and stuff like that, which is better than getting money up front, in my yeah. opinion. So I think it'd be a three or four, but with very good. Terms on the on the deal. Mm. I think. I think that's fair. Make, make you about the same, or you think? I assume you think a bit more. 
No, I think I think that's about right. I think that's about fair. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens to Semi this year when when West Brom come down because I think they will. Uh, it sounds from what I understand that he's probably been their player at season, despite mm. the fact that they're shipping goals. Yeah, uh, I, I see him getting a move, and I'll be honest with you, I probably see him getting a move back to Arsenal. I think that's yeah. That's yeah. I was about to say that if they if they buy him for twenty million, how much money do he get? Yeah, you know I mean we'll be laughing. How much money well, would we get? It's rumoured to be around fifty percent. I think yeah. it'll be slightly less than that, I would imagine. If, yeah, if they say him to twenty million, we're at least minimum probably six, seven million. I'd say that. So last season we were supporting West Brom so that he got promoted, so we got some money for a jai. Yeah. Now we really want West Brom to get relegated so we can hopefully <laughs> get some money for him. Yeah, yeah. If you go down and he gets a move. That's best case scenario that could have we could have possibly yeah. dreamed of when he thought yeah, really yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's just it's, it's interesting. Even if even if we stay up, there's a chance Crooks might go because some yeah, someone yeah. sort of comes in with money. It's uh, it's the nature of being a club like Rather United. Yeah, yeah, cost yeah. is absolutely. Um, Chris Wright also on YouTube. How are our Derby fans? I'm fed up of sending them texts with smart and smiley faces today. Listen. Yeah. Chris, you're doing you're doing everybody a favour, mate. You're doing it's like a public service. <laughs> we all really appreciate it, and uh, we all really appreciate your hard work in, in trying to keep people away from knife draw, essentially. Um, so, so yeah, no, it's 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 great work, pal. Great work, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's worth mentioning. They mentioned this before. The the last three games that Derby had played, they'd won one nil. And I saw a stat earlier, Ben, saying something along the lines of there's only Manchester City in the country that have a better <laughs> defensive record, had a better defensive record than Derby County. So it's a good stick three past them. is fantastic. How? They were awful. Do you know we scored one? Yeah. I think probably the game, the first 70-whatever minutes it was, 70-something minutes, they were... They four, yeah. All right, they were all right. When you get one, you get four, get three. Do you know what I mean? We could, mm. like you said, we could have had five. How they've got the best defensive record in the country, is it, or second? Of recent, uh, I think it's over the last 10 games or so. Last game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, I can't believe that. They were awful at back. I believe yeah, Swansea, because they were, they were region and solid, good defensively at back, and we did well to score past them. True. But, wow. Wow. They were yeah. awful. Yeah, talking of... Uh, Awful. Um, the I, if you've not seen this, then I also don't know where you've been. Um, in Wayne Rooney's post-match interview, he uh, accused Tony Stewart specifically, Tony Stewart, um, mm. of showing a lack of respect towards, I assume himself and Derby County, um, by effectively say either swearing or shouting or singing, um, wow. Wow. Or whatever it was. It all seems very petty. But this is the man who complained about his fans booing him at the World Cup in 2010. So I suppose it's what you expect uh, from, from somebody. I mean, do you know if he doesn't like it now when there's no fans in? What's it going to be like when, when there were 11,000 Rotherham fans calling him, you know, whatever? You know what I mean? I don't... For a, a man who is probably regarded as one of the best England footballers I've seen. Best of a generation. Best of a generation. At his peak, probably should have won a major tournament. In, you know, internationally, for a man who's competed at that level for a long time, very long time, he doesn't understand the concept of sports, or does he? Competitive <laughs> sports says, "Oh, he got me, he got me." He doesn't know playing football in England. I mean, not croquet. <laughs> realize what what sport is it? Doesn't he? In what country? I I don't get it. In the lower league as well, it's not even like it's. Oh, the gentleman's it's championship. It's hardly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hardly. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have yeah. to explain it. It's somebody oh, who doesn't know how to lose very well. And Tony Stewart's in India's that in his talk with Paul Davis from Advertiser. They said some people are good winners, some people are bad winners, and I think this one falls under the, in the latter category. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's. It, Wayne Rooney is probably not as stupid and thick as people like to make out that he is because this is a, is a classic Alex Ferguson deflection tactic. Yeah. 
isn't it? He knows yes. that by making those accusations that the press are going to pick up on it, that it's going to get into the newspapers, it's going to get on the telly, it's been mentioned on BBC, it's been mentioned all over internet, and it deflects away from the dire performance of his football team and the dire result that they had and the fact that they're in the bottom three of the division, the fact that they can't afford to pay the players, the fact that they've got absolutely zero class at the moment for that very reason, the way that the club is run, it appears from the outside. I'm not saying that that is the case, but it certainly appears that way from the outside. Um, it's got to try and deflect, you know, uh, some some of the attention away from it. Um, so, so yeah, it's classic. It's classic Fergie. And yeah, unfortunately, Wayne, it didn't work because if you look at bottom right hand corner of the inside page of the newspapers, under the under the football results heading, it still says Rotherham United three, Derby County nil. And it'll say that forever now. <laughs> Unfortunately, pal. Um yeah. so you know, it is what it is. Uh, one more thing I'd like to pick up on on yesterday's mm. game and some of the comments that I've seen. I, I, I'm a little bit confused, okay? And You're going to couple of other referee? No, 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 no. Okay. I'll throw this out to, to anybody that's, that's that's watching live on YouTube at the moment. The beginning of the season, we had a lot of Rotherham United supporters telling us that you don't win things with nice human beings. You're too soft. You're too this. We're too that. We're just too nice with people. Paul wants too nice. That's what I was hearing, Okay. What I'm also reading when I when I look when I when we look at the opposition supporters that we're aggressive, we're bullies, we're nasty, we 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 just play dirty football. Now I'm a bit confused because <laughs> we've got extremes here. All right, yeah. we've got nice human beings. That's clear. You'll read that that letter from uh, from Jamie Proctor today. Uh, you know we've got nice human beings at our football club. And yet we still seem to be able to bully teams like Derby and, 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 and other teams in this division. Mm. So, so which is it? Are we bullies? Are we too nice? Or are we just on top form? Are we banging goals in for fun? And uh, looking like we're going to, at the moment, looking like that we're going to start to pull away from the danger that we're in. Mm. I would say it's always, always when you get to extremes like that, to extremes of uh, opinion, it's always somewhere in the middle. And that's where we sit in it, and that's where we're going to sit, and that's where the, the vast majority of right-minded Rotherham United fans think that we are. We're somewhere in the middle. We're good enough to stay in this division. We can bully people when we want to, and we can play football when we want to. So, yeah, we, we tend to find with sportsmen, and it is unique to sport, is that the best sportsmen can be uh, so-and-sos on the pitch. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Well, you it have can to be horrible, be, right? dirty, this, that, other. Okay. but when you get them away from it, they turn out to be this lovely, fantastic Wait, person. You look at people like Michael Jordan and people like this, when he's on yeah. court, he's full on, he's, you should see the picture of him sweating that head to his toe. Mm. You know what I mean? On talk shows now, it looks like an all right blood. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You have to change that mentality. Every great player can do that. That's yeah. why they're great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, I, th I think that's, I'm not saying we're great, but I think that's the aim of of, of what Paul yeah. one tries to do. He tries to get good people away from the pitch. They need to be together. They need to be they need to be a great bunch of lads. But at the same time, they need to be able to get in there with opposition. Uh, and I think at the minute we've got a good mix of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so. Um, Ben, you didn't give me a man match from yesterday. Uh, Smith. Smith. I think it's a good shout. They could be linked up fantastic well again, them two. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, anything else you want to cover? Have I missed anything else from the Derby game? I feel like lots has happened. I'm bored with that. Worth mentioning, Lewis Wing came on for on yeah. the 68th minute, sometimes rounds. He didn't do anything particularly special, but it was very energetic, ran around a lot, played a bit deeper than I thought. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about Freddie on post one, didn't we? So, is there anything like, new or nice to say? Don't I say just, anything else. If you want to, yeah, <laughs> we talk about Freddie on the post one. I'm not going to say it again. Good, because we have we had complaints about you being mean to Freddie, and I agree well, with him to be honest. It's not mean. It's not mean. It's <laughs> expectations for a professional footballer, but whatever. Anyway, 
Let's move on. I think those expectations sit with everybody, don't they? They sit with 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 the whole squad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It, well, it's certain yeah. position, but yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going yeah. to an old ground, so let's not. Um, well, before we move on to the Preston game, Mick's already alluded to it, but Jerry Proctor obviously left on deadline day for Wigan, um, and he released a very, very nice statement through the official website, basically thanking everybody, even though he's probably only played 20 games, something like that. It feels yeah. like he's been quite a big part of the club over the past couple of years, certainly up until um, sort of the first season, even though it wasn't available. And that goal he scored against Sheffield United to make it 2-2. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, it's a shame for Proctor because them, them first four or five games in League One, him and Kiefer Moore looked absolutely frightening wow. together. We got like three five nils, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, and it, it was such a shame that he did his, did his cruise ship, but that's football, it can happen at any time. Um, and certain players are unlucky with time, and that's been the case with Proctor. I really, really hope it works out for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He seems a really, really nice guy and summed up by his letter today. So I think he speaks for us three and Mo, and I'm sure all of the United fans in best wishes to Proctor and I hope you're banging loads of goals for the rest of the season and, and beyond. Absolutely. Um, so Derby County 3-0, the win. Preston North End come up on Saturday. We are going away to Deepdale. Um, it will be our 60th meeting between the two clubs. Uh, we are unbeaten in the last four. Uh, all getting all competitions, but we haven't won away in Preston since 2002, Boxing Day 2002, when Mark Robbins and Richie Barker scored with a 2 0 win. Uh, but as we know, Mick, this is the year to break those records. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Um, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. It's going to be a tough game. They've done a lot of business at Transfer Window mm. uh, at, uh, at Preston. Uh, I've no idea who they bought. I'm sure they spent loads of money and bought loads of people that, you know, a championship class because it seems that you know they've been up here a while and and then they've got that they've got that they can attract players of that quality, can't they? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. if they've pushed and pushed for for the, the playoffs basically since they've been up there. Uh, mm. So so yeah, it's going to be a really really tough game. There's no no doubt about that whatsoever. But I think you'll probably want to this point in the home forms not being great, and we did them at our place, so there's no reason why we can't go there and do it there as well because we played yeah. a lot better now than we were then. Yeah, we are definitely. Uh, their home form mix right there is at 19th in the form table, uh, in the table, sorry, for home form, um, whereas their away form is the fourth best in the entire division. So that's exactly where they sit there. I think, I think when we played them at our place, that was their first time they'd lost away from home yeah. in the entire season. So that's, and that, that was like October, end of October, I think. So yeah. that was the yeah. turning point, I think, in our season. Yeah, potentially. You think you might be right. Yeah. Anyway, it was the moment Flojo had that is the yeah. only moment. It was our first yeah. real. Important win that turned that got us a bit of confidence, weren't it? Because we were struggling. A bit. Yeah. And it's when uh, Crooks scored his first goal, first league goal of the season, and he started to look yeah. like he was sort of getting back to his himself. Yeah, um, yeah. it was uh, a good moment. They have only won one of their last six games in all competitions, Preston, and that was a one 0 win away to Birmingham. Birmingham have the worst away record in the division. Uh, so in, in that time they lost one nil at Sheffield Wednesday and one nil at home to Nottingham Forest. Wow. Wait, can we you look <laughs> Wow They also they also it, lost four one. Four one to Wickham Wanderers in the FA Cup. So Yeah, they probably play under nines, but I don't Wick, care. Wednesday were worst team one of the worst teams I've seen in a long time. Picked up wise. What? They've picked up the random figures. I suppose, right? Forest, they were good when we played them. They're not. They're 20th. They're clearly not, you know what I mean? Mm. Dardley, Barcelona. To lose 1 0 to Wednesday, though. That's, yeah. This is, this is going to be an exciting game. I don't get how the heart home form is more worse, like, extremely more worse than the. That's not even the word, is it? But worse <laughs> than the away form. Really, the imbalance is weird because it's, there's no mm. fans. So what? I, I don't know. 
Don't know, mate. Bad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting to see the team line up. I'm not sure how we're going to line up. It's, it's a short and break. All of Sundays came off twice in a row, so it wouldn't surprise me if we rest all of Sunday. But if we rest all of Sunday, that works fine because instead of bringing Giles on at 70th minute, you just bring Matt all of Sunday on at 70th minute. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's still a, a fantastic weapon. Uh, Flo Joe will be back up bench because obviously he was ineligible against Derby. Uh, at some point, uh, at some point in the near future, sadly, we'll be back on the bench. Now, when that's going to be, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's this weekend, but we don't know. Yeah, well, we should be, Kyo should be playing Saturday, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Very good, Very good, Ben. Come on. <laughs> um, John Ashley again on YouTube with other teams winning around us we need to win and hope Birmingham don't our recent points per game is looking very good uh, yeah in midweek so Wednesday won we won Forest won QPR won in midweek mm. and there are only Wickham and Birmingham that didn't win I think that's pretty sure it's because they didn't play yeah, I don't think they did but like I said earlier on Birmingham are making a late bid for, uh, for relegation aren't they and there's always a team sooner or later you know, every season that, that sort of makes that late bid, didn't, didn't they? Uh, In fact, Wick, Wickham did play. They drew nil nil with Birmingham. That's right. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the point, as we, as we made already earlier on, John, that, that that we are beating the teams around us. Yes. And that's key. That is absolutely key. So, uh, I'll stop talking about that now, shall I? I said it about four times. I, I've, I've found a point that I know. So, there's not really much more, more to mention about the game itself. Um, it would be interesting to see how it goes. Um, we'll come on to uh, team uh, score predictions, I suppose. Ben, thoughts on team lineup? Do you think we'll see uh, some ch a little bit of change? Wing might come in, I suppose. What do you think? I think all of Sunday's got to come out. I think. Mr. Resnick did. He looks knackered. A lot of them do. I think Crooks probably does. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I think, I think Crooks looks knackered all the time, though. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. I think Smithy probably deserves this, but he, he probably he won't be around where we are. You know what I mean? He'll probably start scrapping <laughs> before he gets back to the team. Uh, and I think Giles should start with other all Sunday, like you said, and swap then. And then we'll hard Me, across. Yeah, um, the Crooks and we I'd start Crooks. And mm. at half-time, obviously, you know what I mean? I'm not a manager. I've never been a manager. But I'd have a word with him if he's feeling it and he, he thinks that, you know, he's really pushing it. He's resting. Yeah. I mean, 23 games left at season. We're, you know what I mean? Next game, it's not win, stay, win, stay up, lose, go down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think That's about true. long term. So. And you've got to bear in mind, we are meant to play on Saturday, Tuesday next week, but having looked at the forecast for early next week, there's a, there's a decent chance. <laughs> it's the Cardiff game as well, isn't it? It's going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we won't be able to rearrange Derby games at day after because they're not going to just drive back up from Cardiff, are they? Um, although the, the forecast keeps changing its mind, but if, you, if, if it's as bad as what it could be, then there ain't going to be a game on Tuesday. But let's wait yeah. and see. Well, it's going to yeah, snow right. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, it oh, keeps changing, really. though, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Well, yeah. Uh, Michael, would you like to give us our first score prediction for Saturday? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want a piece. I just can't see us going there and getting anything out of the game other than a draw at, at best. I don't know why. I, I, I just... Well, I think it's just probably because of our past record at Deepdale uh, and the times that I've been and I've never enjoyed it. I don't like it. So I'm, I'm going for a draw. Yeah. Bit, I'd like to think I'm being optimistic at that. Do you not know, like that time when the Bell scored that? Torpok? That was good. Yeah, yeah all right then. But then you scored one of the best goals I've ever seen live. Apart from mm. the Bells, the next game. <laughs> yeah, two years later. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what a uh, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday does not suit us at all. Uh, I much prefer to play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday than Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Um, ben, when's good, you go, mate. When, I was going to say when's Good Friday because I don't know what that's going to do to Monday, mm. Wednesday. It's not a Good Friday in February. Or is that just me being an April? Idiot? That's me being oh. an idiot. 
We play um, <laughs> we play Millwall on Good Friday and and Wickham at home on Easter Monday. So Easter's massive. But yeah, that's, that's way down the line. That yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah, I thought that down by then. Uh, but <laughs> a score prediction, I think. 1-0 win. 1-0 win or 1-0 loss. I think it's going to be a 1-0. I don't think there's going to be a lot of goals. So, yeah. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I think 1-0 to some one of the teams. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 loss. I, I can't, again, I, I'm saying we make a can't see again. It's this, this, the Wednesday Saturday thing that's going to kill us, if anything. Um, the, the difference now compared to literally two weeks ago is that we have do have options that we can change it up. Yeah. If we need to if we need to take crooks out, we've got all that we've got when we can put in there. If we need to take all the Sunday out, we can put Giles in. If we need to drop one at back three, we've got McDonald we can put in there. We've yeah. got different options for the first time, literally the first time this season. We've yeah. got options. You can even you can even change Smith if you I, I wouldn't I I wouldn't do that. But yeah. you could always change Smith out. You could give Hurst a go, you give Freddie a go. But then you wouldn't drop Smith and Crooks. There's options, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's we're not positive, are we? No. Um, Liam McGarry thinks we're going to win one 0 with a Crooks goal. Uh, thanks for getting involved, uh, Liam. Oh, God, I hope so. Uh, yeah. I've been saying, I've said for the last few weeks, wouldn't it be lovely to have a two-three goal comfortable win? And we've had two of them recently. So I'm yeah. going to say it again. So hopefully, it's a good luck charm. I'd love a comfortable, nice, nice, easy three. Let me get three well, goals in the first ten minutes instead of the last ten minutes. That'd be better. But I mean, one thing that we always used to do at games is at corners. Uh, I can't remember who's attacking or defending. Uh, <laughs> one nil. Uh, <laughs> one attacking one. one. Someone we used to go to games with. I, I can't remember who we had. You, we might have been there. We had a corner. One nil here, Ben. I said, oh, yeah, all right. We went and scored. So he said it every time we had a corner. So he stopped me to games with uh, we do we doing defensive ones now. Whenever, whenever it's a yeah. defensive corner, it's just if we look if we're it's nil nil, we're one nil here, Ben. Oh whatever. Yeah. I missed well, that. Yeah. I thought about it the other day. Well, don't, <laughs> don't think about it because it means you think ground and we're not gonna get to see the inside of that this season, though we so me and obviously me and Mick went down with our walk. I think do you know the rumours about us having one of our games back to the thing? Yeah. It's true. Because we, they had sanitising things, they had rules saying please wear your masks and all that, didn't they, Mick? Yeah, yeah, so yeah I'll, I'll, makes I'll it even more, Yeah, it makes it even more sour, but yeah. it, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows? This time next month, a month is a long time in the world at the minute. So who yeah, knows? Yeah. Um, we can dream. If we, if we, you know, if we get back in for the last three or four home games of the season. Well, I said to Mick, I said to Mick, obviously, but if they vaccinate a lot, a lot of people, it could. Like everything, best case scenario. Best case summer scenario. Goes, summer goes well in that. Could have everyone back in next game, or next first game of next season. Oh yeah, imagine. Yeah. I, imagine. I'll be honest, but if we're not, if we're not all back in stadium, full stadiums by August, I'll be quite disappointed. Yeah, well, if well, if I would take none of us going this season, no one, to then yeah. everybody going. You know what I mean? Next season, well, imagine the atmosphere in that place. Yeah, wow. it's absolutely rocking. Wow. Um, yeah, we're going to finish well, with uh, another prediction. Jamie, 2-0, Lindsay and Smith. On that, Lindsay should have scored last night. That chance yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Um, but other than that, Lindsay were outstanding again. Yeah. We could name all 11 players. It was a really good performance. A solid performance until the goals, and it was a very good performance. Uh, so that's all we're going to do. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching on YouTube. We've now passed 100 subscribers on YouTube, which is fantastic for Absolutely. some crappy little podcast that we do about Rotherham United so thank you um, and, and bearing in mind we're a tin pot club we are, but we are as well exactly. you know it's just amazing we could keep in for sprinkles next time and now we've got any <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's do it um, if you haven't already if you're watching this for the first time on YouTube and you're not subscribed just put the subscribe button in the bottom corner of your screen somewhere down there um, and just show if you want to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, we've got like six, seven hundred people, nearly six hundred over six hundred people on Facebook now. So it's really, we do really appreciate that. Uh, we will at some point get some merchandise out. Um, Mick is a big fan of the teams like Rotherham shirts and a couple of mugs that we might get out of sometime yeah. soon. Um, have you seen that Brighton have started doing that and all? Teams I, like I, Brighton, yeah, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stolen. I, 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 
I have to be honest, and, and obviously, I mean, this hashtag isn't mine. Somebody else thought of it before I did. But I used to love, after games, trolling through Twitter, finding teams like yeah. Rosenberg and retweeting it. I can't find an original yeah. one now. Yeah, yeah. It's just getting a bit annoying because you can't find one that you can retweet. I'm having, I'm, I'm having to spanner a few in now to, <laughs> to don't actually set teams like Rosenberg, but kind of mean it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, keep those going. Uh, and Jamie, Jamie's just hanging on YouTube. Uh, thinks we've got good channels and just keep it up. Cheers, mate. We, we do really appreciate it. Everybody's, everybody's watching the YouTube and listens to the podcast. We do really appreciate it. Feel free to get involved in any way, shape, or form, whether it's through social media or through emails, or if you know one of us, just messages about whatever. Um, and hopefully, we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see, see each other very, very soon in person, and then everything will be better. But that's. Well, we're yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll yeah. Have a lot of time. we could do some watch-alongs, maybe. We'll yeah, that's a, yeah. Possibly, I will look at doing that. So, thank you, Mick. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Benjamin. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody, for watching and for getting involved. And we'll see you all on. Sorry, but I know we're still going to wrap up. We're going to live pre-match and live post-match for Preston, which is on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And then the podcast will be out Monday morning to review the Preston game and preview the Cardiff game uh, and yeah anything else I'm sure I forgot something but I'll just tell you next time so cheers for listening and we'll see you next time bye